0: Holy Hour of Power, the Terry and Jesse Show. Two Catholics with a PhD in common <laughs> sense. Happy Holy New Year's 2024. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Nothing changes. Terry, I'm reporting for duty. What about you? Yes, I'm reporting for duty. I don't know how many
1: more New Years the Lord's going to give me, yeah, but we don't uh, know. no, we don't, and none of us know. And we're going to be talking about uh, just that. In other words, like we want to say, this is what I love. It says our best New Year's resolutions. What is it? For holiness in the new year. That's it. Because last time I looked, nobody gets out alive. We're going to have to face it one of these years. Hey, Jess, today, uh, you know, we got good news, we got bad news. We got the reality that our government, I mean, I mean the government that we have right now in America, is decadent. It's almost, you think Sodom and Gomorrah would be, you know, would be a good situation <laughs> compared to what we have right now. We're going to talk about it because we need to, I mean, this is a year of elections, Right the presidential election. We need to vote with our Catholic faith. We're also going to be talking about, well, the anniversary of Pope Benedict XVI. He passed away the 31st of December last year, uh, you know, a year ago. And uh, four kernels of wisdom from the Holy Father, which I think is going to be good. We're going to be talking about a sign from heaven in Buenos Aires. What's that about? Well, uh, you'll see. It's, it's it's an interesting one. Uh, we're also going to be giving good news stories because uh, just... Need to know file I want to change it for this one, man. It is a good news story. Statistics show the impact of pro-life laws in Texas. Are you ready, Jesse? In Texas, a year ago, before President Trump's picks of the Supreme Court that turned over Roe v.ersus Wade to make it a state situation, Texas said, no, we don't want it. And they had 34 abortions last year compared to 50,783. Wow. Jesse, 50,000-plus 50,000 babies were born in Texas because we had a good leader in the White House who put Supreme Court justices that were pro-life and it turned it around. Now Jesse, I won't see it. I won't be here when those kids are going to be adults probably. I'll be dead. But you know what? I hope they realize who helped them. Our prayers, our actions. It was a it was a it was a combination of prayer and also, grace building on nature. We voted that in by voting President Trump in to make that decision. Now, if, you, if it sounds like I'm being a little, you know, partisan. No, I'm being partisan for the babies, okay? Because I need someone That's to right. speak up for the babies. I don't care if the guy has a personality that I don't like. I don't care. Exactly. I, you know what I care? Policy, Jess. Pro-life policies. All right. another one that I have here. That's just one. But I had to say that one. Check this out, Jesse. Russia. The Supreme Court bans LGBT movement as an extremist in a major ruling. Just, you know, they don't have everything right. But no. isn't it interesting that, you know, Russia, who we keep calling, oh, uh, wait a minute. They acknowledge that family life is between a, a father and a mother, male and female. <laughs> and here we can't figure that out. And we're calling them a bad, bad group of people. That's just what I wanted to say about need to know file. How about yours, Jess?
0: couple things the month of january praise the lord is dedicated to the holy name of jesus Mm -hmm. uh that's celebrated tomorrow january 3rd and the first 10 days of january still fall during the liturgical season known as christmas which is represented by the liturgical color white the color white the symbol of joy purity and innocence then the remaining days of january we go back to ordinary time which is represented by liturgical green which is a symbol of hope it's the color of sprouting seeds. Uh, it's the color of, of arousing in the faithful, the hope of reaping the eternal harvest of heaven. Also, something happening in California Uh-oh. on the need to know file. <laughs> what do drought thirsty Californians have to look forward to? Higher water rates and poo poo water. What do I mean? A very expensive water treatment plant that will turn. Uh, sewer water over in san diego into drinking water w- one might recoil at the thought of water that is reclaimed from sewage but san diego city officials say the water is very clean and very safe now that sounds like a quote from dr fauci the cdc and the fda yeah there's no there's no reason to distrust them oh, right no, just saying not. trust yeah. Them. yeah put our trust in they... the lord verify the others <laughs> Yeah, today's the feast day of Saint Gregory Shoot. Nazianzen, Saint Basil the Great, two great Eastern Fathers. Yeah. Pray for us. They're also doctors of the Church. Awesome. And today's uh, gospel, speak, Lord, your servants are listening. John chapter one verse nineteen and followed. This is the testimony of John when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, "Who are you?" He admitted and did not, de- and, not- and did not deny it. But admitted, I am I am not the Christ. So they asked him, yeah. what are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. They, so they said to him, who are you so we can give an answer to those who sent us? What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said, some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, why then do you baptize? if you're not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered, I baptize with water, but there is one among you, among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A couple of things that jump out at me in verse 1. Uh, Nineteen, the G- the Jews—that's a term that refers to again uh, the Old Testament chosen people of God uh, that were that come from Judah or Judea, and so that's the leaders of the Jerusalem. Uh, these are the ones that orchestrated the death the death of Jesus Christ. Those uh, those in authority in Judah. Also, the word Christ means Messiah in Greek. That's what it means, and in, and in Hebrew ma- Messiah. Now also, the, the Jews anticipated the return of Elijah, and so they were thinking, hey, is this John the Baptist? Is he Elijah? No. John is not Elijah come in the flesh, but he certainly fulfills the mission of Elijah in the spirit. And, uh, and the Pharisees, so who are they? They're always coming up in, in, uh, in, in the four gospels. They're the influential leaders of a Jewish renewal movement in, in uh, New Testament, Palestine, and they're fierce opponents of Jesus and His message, but they do have the opposite. They do have the uh, the Old Testament authority. Uh, what does it mean to be baptized with water? Well, the water baptism of John, the Baptist, that's merely a sign of, uh, of of the sacramental baptism of Jesus, which is the fulfillment of the sign. So the former, John's baptism, is a Jewish baptism. It calls for our needs for cleansing and renewal, but Jesus's baptism, the Christian baptism. That affects the infusion of grace and the new life of the Holy Spirit in the person. And the last thing is uh, in verse uh, 28, Bethany, that's uh, a location east of the Jordan River. It's, uh, and uh, Jesus had many friends there. And in verse 29, Jesus is called the Lamb of God by John the Baptist. John the Baptist is pointing to the sacrificial nature or the sacrificial dimension of Jesus' mission here on planet Earth.
1: Well said. Let's bring the smartest guy into the room right now. Full sheen ahead. It's about Our Lady. Mary is like the moon, for her light is always the reflection of a higher light. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. I just had to, because we just celebrated the Feast of Our Lady yesterday. I had to bring that up. All right. Hey, Jess, I wanted, if in the few minutes that we have left yep. here, I wanted to bring up uh, Benedict XVI, and I want to read something. Absolutely. I don't think you've even heard about it. Pope Benedict XVI, when he was seven years old, someone found a letter that he wrote to God. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. I just found it. Here's what he says. Dear baby Jesus, this is at time. Benedict, seven years old. Quickly come down to earth. You will bring joy to children. You'll bring joy to me. I would like a mass prayer book. I would also like a green clothing for the mass kit that I'm getting. And I want a heart of Jesus. So if that doesn't tell you about his vocation at age seven, and then he ends up with the last sentence he says at age seven, Jesus, I will always be good. Greetings from Joseph Ratzinger. Now, I set that up, Jesse, and I said to myself, you know we have grandchildren. Our listeners have grandchildren. Why is it so important to get them to establish a relationship with Jesus Christ when they're children? Jess, it never left Benedict. Benedict. Mm. it stayed with him his love for jesus as a child mm. folks please catechize mm. the children when they're young even if they go stray jesse you know and i know how many yes. people we talk to they end up coming back man because of their formation as a child am i onto something
0: absolutely because the name of jesus is too powerful it just burns in the soul <laughs> and, and it'll reverberate terry it just it's just like that 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 hymn in your heart forever. It's that it's that song in the storm of life. You can't take that away. Once it. it's it's like tar that sticks on you. So evangelize your children. And I'm telling you, the Bible says in Proverbs twenty two, Teach a child the way that he should go. when he is old, he will never depart, he'll come back. So uh, there's four things about Benedict. That's right, four
1: uh, that he wanted to talk about uh, at his last message to the world. Let's hit one number one, Jess.
0: Yeah, silent wisdom. Benedict held great affection for Christ's foster father oh, yeah, for, whom he is, he for whom he was named and tried very much to follow his example. Yep. In particular, he found that St. Joseph's silence was a guide to wisdom for him. He writes in one of his books, He was given to me by my parents as a patron saint for life. The older I get, the clearer the figure of my patron becomes to me. Not one word of his has been handed down to us, but rather his ability to listen and to act. I understand more and more, says the Pope, that his silence is precisely what speaks to us and beyond scientific knowledge wishes to guide me to wisdom. Later, Pope Benedict describes how St. Joseph is known through his decisive actions. Since no word of his appears in Scripture, repeatedly God reveals a certain course of action to St. Joseph, and every time St. Joseph pursues that course immediately upon realizing it is God's will. His life was a constant yes to God, his actions speak louder than words ever could, as Pope Benedict XVI said. His silence is at the same time his message.
1: And number two, when we
0: come back, love and joy at the origin of missionary work. Stay with
1: us. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Pope Benedict XVI's legacy moves on. We'll be right back after. This. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Jesse, I'm getting texts from people saying, I'm catechizing my kids, Jerry, I mean, that that letter touched me about Benedict. Oh, yeah, man, I'm on it. Well, we're talking about the four kernels of Benedict XVI's last message to the world, and we're pulling these out. Number two, love and joy at the origin of missionary work. Pope Benedict reflects in a book on the role missionary work has in today's world when ill-religious dialogue has often taken its place. Isn't that the truth? He wrote joy yeah you know what joy means jesus others and yourself joy mm-hmm. needs to be communicated love needs to be communicated truth needs to be communicated Why do we have to hear that loud today in 2024 that's that's a good description of virgin most powerful okay someone who has received a great joy cannot simply keep it for himself just yes, that's us
0: that's us man, yeah, man. Yeah. he
1: has to hand it on the same is true for the gift of love and for the gift of recognizing the truth that is manifested. Let us proclaim Jesus Christ, not in order to gain as many members as possible for our community, much less for the sake of power. Let us speak about him because we feel that we must hand on this joy that was given to us. We will be credible announcers of Jesus Christ when we have truly encountered him in the depths of our being. Well said. When through an encounter with him, we have received the gift of the great experience. Here it is, of truth, love, and joy. What's number three, Jess?
0: The message of God's mercy is graciously needed today. In a lately passage in the chapter called Faith is Not an Idea, But a, but a Life, yeah. Pope Benedict explains that modern man craves assurance of God's mercy, something he calls a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. Referring to the parable of the Good Samaritan, he writes about how important it is that men deep in their hearts expect that the Samaritan will come to their aid, that he will bend down to them, anoint their wounds, care for them, and carry them to safety. He wrote that St. John Paul II and Pope Francis uh, both made mercy central to their messages as popes. Mankind is waiting for mercy. In the final analysis, they know that they need God's mercy and his tenderness in the hardness of a technological world where feelings no longer count for anything. Nevertheless, there's a growing expectation of a saving love that is freely given. The only thing that I would add to that, yeah. there's a distinction between John Paul II and Pope Francis' oh, yeah. definition of mercy. John Paul II always included repent and yes, believe. Yes, exact. Thank
1: you, Jesse. Number four, if you wouldn't have said it, I would have. Yeah. So, number four, reflection on Father Alfred Delp. Benedict XVI had a personal connection with Jesuit Father Alfred Delp, who was martyred in Nazi Germany and urged the faithful to receive the memory of his great witness to Jesus Christ in dark times, explaining Delp's legacy in these words. Father Delp certainly could be killed in the body by the executioners of the time, just as his hands could be chained. And this is what I like the most about this. But the Word of God is not chained. Mm. I love it. And speaks to us again and again, precisely through the bloody testimonies of the martyrs. May the Lord help us in our times and in ways that we ask to be witnesses to Jesus Christ once again. Jesse, that right there, that paragraph should give all of us and our listeners here inspiration to stand up for truth, even if it means the life, putting our life down for Jesus.
0: Yeah, wow. so and just uh, just to make a quick summary of, of what Pope Benedict wrote. Yeah. On his four things, mm-hmm. just to summarize it, yeah. St. Joseph was very central to his spirituality. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's n- n- so, so let's take that, make St. Joseph a centerpiece of our spirituality. The second thing is that love and joy have to be the source of our missionary work. Of we would call it for our apostolic work mm-hmm. as lay Catholics. Yep. If you don't have love and joy, you're wasting your time. Then all you are is just somebody who's screaming on a microphone. Yeah. Uh, The third thing is the message of God's mercy is greatly needed today, of course, but that has to be uh, fully explained with repent and believe in the gospel. Amen, brother. And then then we give them God's mercy, absolutely. And the last thing is, uh, he said, uh, reflections on Father Alfred Help. Uh, Again, uh, 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 he was a martyr. And so it's a good thing for us as Catholics to remember that... uh, You know, the highest calling for all of us is to die for Jesus. Most of us won't die red martyrdom, but most of us, if you authentically live your Catholic faith, you'll experience white martyrdom in this country, especially under this administration, Terry.
1: Well said. Jesse, I know you're going to end the show with the best news years resolutions for holiness, but we got something horrible to talk about regarding our country and the leadership in it. What's that about, Jess?
0: Well that's exactly why I'm saying that there's a possibility that Catholics could actually enter into oh, yeah. a period of of white martyrdom yep. but there's a lot of catholics right now Terry that are that are getting their doors kicked in by the FBI I don't want to mention them because we're probably being probably being monitored yep. but I'm getting emails from all over the country of high profile catholics yep. that are getting visited by the FBI yep. and it doesn't surprise me Terry because there's an article put out by Breitbart, the the title's called, it's worth reading, we're not yeah. going to go through all of it, obviously, but the the title's called uh, Adults in Charge, Top Nine Degenerate Democrat Scandals Under Joe Biden, Horrible. Because, because when the Democrats, uh, w- when uh, President Trump was president, uh, the Democrats used to say, we can't wait to take over the White House, we need adults in charge. Well, okay, so now they're in charge and there are some things Terry that uh, that are very problematic number 1 yeah number 1 uh yeah there's a democrat staffer that was having sex in the senate okay that's all I'll say he's uh there, there's videos of him i haven't seen them i don't want to see them i don't want to see it but they emerged on december 15th uh, the democrat staffer for democrat senator ben cardin who's a democrat from from uh maryland uh he was uh breaking the sixth and ninth commandment in the Senate room in the U.S. Capitol, which is government property and American taxpayer funded. And uh, again, this video, it's a it's a, te- a tell all video. Uh, and thankfully, he's at least been fired. Yeah. The second thing, Terry, oh, that's the, about the adults in yeah. charge of the White House yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Porn. There's a, a porn webcam Democrat. Yep. Virginia Senate candidate. Her yep. name is yeah, Sus- Susanna Gibson. Yeah. In September the Washington Post revealed that Susanna Gibson who was running for uh, a candidate for Democrat in Virginia Senate seat and she's also a nurse practitioner she recorded herself and her husband online having sex. See this is so uh, sick man. Yeah yeah and, and, but these are the guys that want to run the country. And we can, just, you vote for those people how oh, come on. Yeah. Get and so and so she put that out her and her husband And she was asking people, if you want to watch me and my husband, then give us some tips. So she was asking for money through these videos. Thankfully, Terry, she lost, but she didn't lose by much, Terry. She didn't lose by much. A third thing, the baggie of cocaine found in the White House. In July, a baggie of cocaine was found inside the White House by the Secret Service agents. Trust me, if it would have had my fingerprints on it, Terry, I would not be on this radio show. I'd be in the darkest dungeon in a a, a federal prison. yeah. But uh, they know whose fingerprints are on it. They do. But but nothing's going to happen. Making
1: excuses, I can't. So
0: the Secret Service later claimed there was insufficient DNA present on the baggie, and so that they could not identify the owner of the baggie. But thankfully, Fox News Jesse uh, Waters later claimed documents obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request show that there were three vials of DNA from the investigation, Terry. So they had yeah. more than enough evidence to find out who whose who's no, cocaine it no was. No
1: transparency. Jesse, the next one is so sad, and I remember this happening. And this is just, again, exposing a woman's breasts. Uh, she's trans influencer Rose Montana. It's actually a
0: man. It's a man. Oh, it's
1: a man. Okay. Oh my <laughs> I can't keep track of these guys. Just a month before the cocaine, a, gay, oh, a trans influencer at a gay event, the White House, Flashed his fake breasts. I said, I didn't even know. I I saw this. I said, I don't, this is horrible. Uh, And um, pulled down her dress and, you know, just really sick things. And of course, she was, who was she with? The President of the United States of America? Their their friends. Biden? Birds of the feather flocking together. Just
0: scandal. What's next? Number five, Navy enlists drag queen influencers to recruit more sailors. In May, the Navy revealed that it recruited a drag queen influencer as part of a pilot program to help recruit more people. The influencer, who's an active duty sailor named Joshua Kelly, goes by the name Harpy Daniels, who had performed uh, for other service members during deployments on ships. And I know a lot of my friends that have served in the military, they are right now... uh, They are right now unsettled as a result of what's happening in the military. And and this
1: keeps going on. Democrat mayor arrested on what? Child porn related charges? See, when people say we have to have freedom for pornography, just number six, but I'll just show down here. I won't say the name of the website, but it's the most popular website for porn. They're going to rather block their entire state than to comply with measures that, that conservative states are saying, look... We have to have an age requirement. They won't do that because, you know what? They've been involved in trafficking of young children. See, we have to just cut this pornography out. We can't say, oh, well, you're a big boy. No, look at what it's doing. Democrat mayor arrested on child porn-related charges. In March, former Democratic mayor, College Park, Maryland, was arrested on dozens of charges of possessing and distributing child porn. The former mayor repeatedly, mentee of transportation, Secretary Pete Budaj? Budaj, whatever his name is, he's he's bad news too. Has been photographed with Republican Nancy, no, Representative, Representative representative Nancy Pelosi, excuse me, and other high profile Democrats. He resigned prior to his arrest. He was sentenced to thirty years in jail last month. Those are the people we've been voting in. Come on, those are
0: those are the adults in charge of the White House, Terry. Yeah,
1: look at the dude's picture
0: on the. the, I mean, (laughs) I'm
1: telling you, man, and you can vote for him. (laughs) Picture
0: says it Number seven, non-binary Biden senior official and uh, and uh, bondage and uh, sadism masochism practitioner caught stealing luggage in December 2022. Top Biden Department of Energy official and and dog play fetish Sam Brinton was caught stealing luggage luggage at a Las Vegas airport in April. The now former Biden official agreed. In a plea deal to pay the victim nearly $3,670 and receive a suspended jail sentence of 180 days and probation. Wow.
1: Wow. Jesse, this just gets worse and worse. Number eight, Army uh, colonel exposed in pup play. What the heck is that? In December 2022, right? It was exposed that an Army colonel had taken photos of himself in uniform in a dog mask, including in what appeared to be an official Army photo. The account called, well, I won't even say, exposed the colonel who had since retired. The retired colonel had numerous photos of himself in a dog mask uniform posing with junior service members. The Army said it was investigating the photos, but the outcome of the investigation is unknown.
0: Ninth, Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo faced allegations of sexual misconduct. In 2021, New York Andrew Cuomo faced allegations of sexual harassment, including that he groped former female staffers. Como resigned over the allegations. Investigators said he subjected women to unwanted kisses, groped their breasts or buttocks or otherwise, touched them inappropriately in the office, made insinuating remarks about their looks and their sex lives, and created a work environment rife with fear and intimidation. There's also no shortage of Democrat sex scandals predating the Biden administration. In December 2020, Axios revealed that an alleged Chinese Communist Party spy named Fang Fang had targeted Representative Eric Swalwell, Democrat from California, getting so close that she was able to place interns in his office. Swalwell has never addressed allegations that his relationship with alleged Chinese spy was sexual.
1: Un- well, this God is help a, us. Yeah. Prayer. the Lord Jesus, come. come yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah has nothing on us. Stay with us, family. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show yeah. on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Right back. Hey, Jesse, after that, I can still say I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, I'd be a billionaire. You know why, Jess? I want to do what you have for your New Year's resolution. I want to live a holy life. I want to be centered on Jesus Christ. This The, the world right now is so decadent. And here's the challenge I have, Jess. As a church, it seems in many cases we want to be one with the world. Just what Fulton Sheen said would be the big you know, ch- challenge for the church to not be one with the world, but to be opposite of the world and to reject the sin and only accept the kingship of Jesus Christ. That's as clear as I can say it, brother.
0: Yep, uh, that's why we have to go back to living micro... Microized, what I mean by that yeah Saint joseph wasn 't worried about what was happening in in Rome yeah. he wasn 't worried about what was happening in uh, in Jerusalem he wasn 't worried about what Pontius Pilate was doing yep. or or King Herod. Saint Joseph was just taking care of his family and working on his interior life that 's what all of us Catholics have to do. We have to realize that we can 't change the Vatican or the White House or the governor 's mansion. What we can do, though, we can bring grace through our prayers and our faith into our house. That's why the Bible says in Acts 16, 31, it says to a man, to a man, Paul and Silas say to a jailer, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you Roman jailer, and you and your family shall be saved. Did you get that? See see how grace comes into the family? Patriarchy. That's right, buddy. So just put your head down. To, to the wheel and just keep on keep keep your your, your, your pedal on the metal, yep. keep on just you know, keep your your eyes on the prize yep. and and, and don 't get overly worried about what 's happening in Washington in Rome, in the your state capitol. You. worry to- about what 's happening in your house you know jesse i 've got Steve Ray saying
1: tune uh, a show Friday with us for a backup show, and we 're going to be talking about just that very same thing because what I hear from people. As a guy came over to me at church today said i 'm really stressed i 'm getting migraines. Why are you getting well the world is going dude dude you 've got Jesus Christ there in the tabernacle. Get your rosaries out start praying don 't think about all this crummy things that are going on. Stay focused on your yeah. faith
0: so yeah, that, yeah. see that 's the problem the yeah. The problem is is that they 're too connected to the world terry yeah that's, that 's that that 's why, for example, you know going going to exorcism father Ripperger 's team when they get a person who 's possessed yeah. and they come and they're seeking help, Mm -hmm. Father puts them, the first 30 days, they can't listen to anything. A complete media fast. Because what you want to do, is you want to take all the data, all that negative data that they have constantly coming in, in their head, and you want to just completely orient it towards a life of prayer, and a life of interiority. That's the genius of Father Ripperger's method. Tara, I just want to mention two things before we go into the next topic. Yeah, hit it, buddy. Is that uh, the Harvard president... Uh, she, uh, Claudine Gay, oh, she's honey. resigning yes, because uh, she's been caught uh, be, uh, as a result of plagiarism. Yeah. She's been caught plagiarizing, and so she's had to she's had to resign from her Harvard post as president. To me, that's a good sign, Terry. Yes, it is. That, that's a good sign. That's that's, and here's also another one. Just it's worth mentioning is that the repairman who disclosed <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah. Guess what happened to him, Terry? He was visited by the FBI and he was uh he was howked yeah, of, so of course of <laughs> course just time you stand up for the truth, you're going to be punished
1: That's, uh, <laughs> in this world we live in
0: yeah it, it, which I want to talk about something on the supernatural yeah. level that ha- yeah, this that is happened yeah
1: american uh
0: yeah in, in buenos aires uh argent in buenos Aires argentina yeah this a sign from heaven happened. In Pope Francis's former diocese, he was the Archbishop and the Cardinal of Buenos Aires and Argentina. Right now, this is written by a by a journalist, uh, 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 Andre Ciosoni, very respected journalist, historian. He's a writer, uh, and he's uh, he's an Italian. He covers history, and archaeology, and environment, and uh, and he says in this article yeah. that in Buenos Aires, that lightning struck on the halo and the keys of a statue of Saint Peter. Yeah. So, there's a statue of Saint Peter in Buenos Aires and you can see the picture of the church. On Sunday, December 17th, lightning literally pulverized the key on the right hand of the statue and the halo of the head of the statue of Saint Peter located on the facade of the sanctuary of Our Lady of the Rosary of San Nicols, which is north of Buenos Aires in Argentina. Interesting. Now, the news was reported by the Telegram channel, the Pope's Pearls, and at first it seemed to be fake, given that no news could be found on the web, but the event has been confirmed by several Catholic priests, one of them being the Reverend Father Justo Lafodu, a priest who is uh, actually, you know, he's uh, very good friends with the Pope. So, here's what happened. Here's what's interesting. Uh, a lot of people are saying, is this a sign from heaven? Uh, to me, it sounds like it. This happened on, on December 17th, the day before Fiducia Supli Cans was released. Interesting. So, so, that's what's striking, is that the event, the what lightning struck and burnt, knocked off the hand of the keys of the statue of St. Peter and the halo, on number one, on the Pope's birthday.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. That was the Pope's birthday. And the next day, the publication of Fiducia Supplicans declaring declaration which opens up blessings for, for gay couples. And so even the place where the accident occurred is rich in meaning because it's it's first of all the sanctuary of San Nicolas in Argentina. That's the homeland of the Pope. It's a few kilometers from Buenos Aires, the city of which Pope Francis was bishop for a long time. And so uh, we can remember the lightning that struck the Dome of St. Peter. Remember? Oh, yeah. February 11, 2013, the same night as Pope Benedict's resignation. So there's been two lightning strikes, Terry, under two popes. Very interesting. And that lightning strike in 2013 when the pope resigned... Pope Benedict. Also, a couple other things that happen that, that make me ask, wow, is God speaking to us? Yeah. The inexplicable blocking of the bells of Castel Gandolfo yeah. following the election of Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. The bells didn't ring. Yeah. Also, the killing of two doves released by Pope Francis on January 26, 2014. He released two doves in the presence of thousands of people, then the doves were immediately attacked by crows and seagulls. Also, the fire of the Bethlehem Chapel on May 27th, 2014, a few hours after Pope Francis visited that shrine, it burned down the chapel. And what about the fire in the consistory hall of Castle Gandolfo a few days before and was revealed on October 11th, 2023, by the Italian Journal that this accident was largely eclipsed by the news because of the Synod. It was, making, it was taking all the oxygen sure. away. And in the, same, in the same days in which this report was published, many other events that Catholics of just a century ago would have interpreted as unequivocal press releases from the Eternal Father in Heaven. <laughs> but from a faith perspective... I ask, how do you interpret the lightning strike of the statue of Saint Peter on Pope Francis's birthday in his home diocese? I can tell you this, Terry. I looked up on the, in the internet, yeah. lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something like forty verses in in the in the, in the Bible. That talk about God speaks to us through lightning. Of course, the saints have told the, us this. It's all over. I looked, it up, I looked it up in the Bible. I found over like 46 yes, verses yes. where God speaks to us through lightning. Very interesting.
1: And Jesse, Father Chad Ripperger in his section on prayer talks about this. That somehow the modern mind somehow kills poo-poo to this principle. but. Scripture, the saints, the doctors, the fathers of the church even talked about this. So I'm not saying absolutely this is the case, but it wouldn't be surprising to me that God is intervening. And many times, let's be honest, you could give earthquakes, you could give tsunamis that took place. As a matter of fact, uh, the one in Thailand was the one I just re- re- looked up. They were doing all kinds of uh, child pornography in Thailand, and a, a tsunami uh, took out that whole section there in the town, and all they found, are you ready? No women, boys, and gir- boys and men, all the bodies. It was a sex uh, trade thing, and God took it out. In my opinion, through a tsunami. Now, Jess, I- I'm not saying every time, but I'm just saying He can use it because you remember, remember the attributes of God. He controls everything. He's he, it's a, he's a master. He can he can say "I think a thought and it happens. That's right. So I just Amen. think that what you're saying here has some merit that we need to be praying for Holy Mother the Church because I'm, I'm, I'm actually praying that the next conclave that takes place that through prayers of sacrifices of all us lay people that uh, the cardinals are going to realize we need to go in a different direction because for the last 11 years, look, it hasn't been pretty. It's been ugly. I'll be honest with you, ugly, Jesse. And that's why we need to be praying for Holy Mother the Church.
0: I think we need an African. Uh,
1: Pope. Oh, I would love to see an African bishop,
0: yep, bishop. that's what I think. So the Italian-born Andrea Sion Sionzi who wrote this article, yeah. he says something very interesting. What's that? Uh, Yeah, at the end, he says, "It seems that the time for Pope Francis is coming to an end." This is what he he ends his article.
1: Eight years old.
0: <laughs> yeah, he says heaven would have heaven would have symbolically destroyed his halo of sanctity, and disintegrated the key which represents the Pope's authority. Strange that the statue only held one key. It seems symbolically the golden key alludes loose of the power in the kingdom of heaven, yeah. which is a spiritual authority of the papacy on earth. Again, um, God speaks to lightning. Uh, lightning has struck in uh, struck when Pope Benedict resigned yep. and lightning has struck the day before, uh, the fiducius supplicans, the, uh, the papal blessing of homosexual couples, was released. And so do you think that's a coincidence? I don't think so. I'll tell you why. Tell me, Jess. Uh, Cardinal Burke said in 2019, he said this. He said diabolical forces have entered Saint Peter's Basilica oh, yeah. through the Pachamama idolatry committed on sacred ground in front of the Pope. Wow. I think God the Father is speaking to all of us right now.
1: Well said. That's why reparation and atonement needs to be made. I'm not going to be able to join you for the yeah. last segment, but the best New Year's resolution for holiness yeah. in the new year, you won't want to miss it. This is this is actually the gold in the show right now. Because you know what? Uh, we're all called to the universal call of holiness. And how do we do that? Guess is going to talk about that when we come back mm-hmm. here on Virgin... Most powerful radio. Stay with us and thank you for allowing us coming to your home and see your car. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888 526 2151. Now, here's
0: Terry and Jesse. Happy Holy New Year's. My name is Jess Romero. Let's talk about some of the things that we should continually work on. Not just because it's New Year's Day or the New Year's season. This is something that we should be working on constantly because who knows? Today could be, today could be the very last day you live on planet Earth. There's no guarantee I'm going to wake up tomorrow. So one of the things that I would offer to you is maybe we start praying every day for our children and our grandchildren. Start praying for them every day because prayer changes things. Mom and dad, if your kids are at home, you can put your hand on their head. You have the authority to do so. You could put your hand on their head and just say, I bless you, my son, my daughter, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And may the Lord protect you and keep you safe. Amen. Something simple, heartfelt, just like that from your heart. Start praying for your children every day and your grandchildren every day. If your grandkids don't live near you, another state, just, just project that prayer into the cosmos. Lord, bless all my grandchildren wherever they may be in their individual homes and protect them and keep them safe in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that's one thing that we should be doing. Blessing your children every day Blessing your grandchildren every day. Here's something else that we should be doing, in case we forgot, because Our Lady of Fatima asked us to. We need to be praying for world peace. So start praying the rosary every day because Our Lady, one of her titles, she's the Queen of Peace. She's the Queen of Peace. And she wants there to be peace in Ukraine and Jerusalem. She wants peace. She's the queen of peace. And she represents her son, Jesus Christ, who's the prince of peace. So, 2024, if you're not doing it, pray the rosary every day and let one of your intentions be for world peace. And also, when you pray the rosary, ask the Lord to change you. Change you from your maybe sinful, sinful patterns. Uh... Vices, imperfections, defects, disorders. Ask the Lord to change you little by little as you pray the rosary. Offer it for yourself as well. Here's something else, number three. As a follower of Jesus Christ, try to go to Mass as often as possible. For sure, every Sunday, we need to go and, and, uh, as followers of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, we have to attend Mass every Sunday and on holy days of obligation. But if you can make it to Holy Mass during the week, a couple times a week, that'd be a good thing as well. If you can because of work and school or you're raising kids, I get that. Try to at least stop by and visit Jesus during the week at least once in the Blessed Sacrament. Pay a visit once a week. In the blessed, state. you can even take your kids if you're homeschooling them. Say, We're going to go visit Jesus for 20 minutes, 15 minutes. You decide. Also, remember how important the sacrament of confession is. The catechism says minimum once a year. Fulton Sheen says once a month. John Paul II says once a month. Cardinal Raymond Burke says once a month. Father Chad Ripperger says once a month. So make sure that. You say, you know what, every four weeks I need to go to get irradiated with sanctifying grace. Here's something else that I would propose for the New Year's. Start reading the Bible every day. You could take a chapter of a book and say, I'm going to read a chapter a day or a page a day. You could take a book, a gospel. If you're going to start, start with the gospels. Or... You can just follow the daily mass readings every day. Speak, Lord, your servant is your, your servant is listening, and just ask God to speak to your heart as you're reading God's word. That's called Lexio Divina. Lord, what are you saying to me? Reflect on it. Chew on it. Just just soak in it like a like a like a jacuzzi. And just ask God, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? Speak to me, Lord, your servant is listening. Here's something else I would propose. For 2024. Get involved with the pro-life movement. It's your parish. It's your diocese. 40 days for life. It's. uh The only way we're going to defeat the culture of death. We're going to do it peacefully. It, it, has, it has to be done. Through the power of prayer. Through the power of fasting. And generosity. Almsgiving. Because. When all else fails. Jesus told us to pray. When all else fails, politics, courts, when all else fails, remember, there's a demonic component to the abortion industry. And our Lord Jesus Christ says in Matthew 17, 20, that this kind of demon, this abortion demon, can only be cast out except by prayer and fasting. There's a demonic component to the whole abortion industry. It is, it is empowered It is fueled. It is inspired by demons. Also, here's something else that I would recommend for the 2024. I'm throwing stuff out there. And uh, maybe somebody say, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll incorporate that. Here's something else. 2024, okay? Say for the entire year, I'm just going to read good books. Holy books. Stop reading trashy novels for one year. Stop reading trashy magazines for a year. Stop reading secular publications for a year. All it does is, is waste your time and it's useless entertainment. Say, you know what, I'm gonna start reading the catechism, and going through it. The catechism in a year with uh with the priest on YouTube, Father Schmidt. Or the Bible in a year with Father Schmidt. Or read it on your own. <clears throat> start reading holy books. You uh Right behind me, I have a room full of books. <clears throat> There's a bunch that I need to get to this year. Also, this year, 2024, try to eliminate most television viewing because most television is a waste of time. Most, Not all of it, but most of it teaches secular, worldly, trashy values, and most television viewing destroys virtue. In children and adults. Think about it. Father Bill Casey. A good friend of mine. He calls television. He calls it the devil's tabernacle. Here's something else. We can incorporate in 2024. See I'm trying to give you action items. Action items. These are. These are. Um, tools to put in your toolbox. Or bullets to put into your magazine. Or uh, Equipment to put into your war bag. Here's something else we could incorporate in 2022 because our church needs it. Start saying, you know what? I'm going to start praying every day. For my bishop, the pope, priest, deacons, clergy, and religious of all type. Because think about this. They are the main targets of Satan and demons. The pope and everybody with the Roman collar. They are the main targets of Satan and his demons. So say in 2024, I'm going to start offering a prayer every day for for all the priests in the world, all the clergy. Here's another one, 2024. Think about this. Chew on this for a second. Say I'm going to start taking care of my body. A lot of people say, "Man, I get, I can't pray. I, I fall asleep and and uh, oftentimes." The person's inability to pray uh, by themselves or at mass is because the body is just so abused. Say in 2024, I'm going to take care of my body and I'm going to make sure I take care of the bodies of my family because remember, this is not vanity. 1 Corinthians 3.16, the Bible says, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So let's try to understand that... uh, that good, sensible, moderate nutrition is a good thing. Exercise is a good thing in moderation. And it also, it helps to to defeat the deadly sin of gluttony and sloth. Good diet and good exercise. It helps defeat the deadly sin of sloth and gluttony. And also, for 2024, memorize the seven deadly sins. Memorize the seven deadly sins and avoid them and confess them. Every time you go to confession, whether you fall into one or all seven. And here's a good way to remember them. Think about the word seal gap, S-E-A-L-G-A-P. This was taught to me by a Navy SEAL, a Catholic who's a Navy SEAL. He, he was an instructor for the Navy SEALs. And he says, I used to teach my men that if they get shot, now they've got an injury. They've got to get an opening. Say they got shot in the side. They got a gap or an opening. He says, so I taught my seals, Navy seals, to, you got to seal the gap as soon as possible. By calling the medic, seal the gap, seal the gap. So he goes, I would also teach my Navy seals that if you're Catholic, we also have to seal the gap of sin. What are those seven deadly sins? Seal gap, sloth, envy, anger, lust, gluttony, avarice, pride, seal gap. Sloth, envy, anger, lust, gluttony, avarice, pride. Seal gap. Sloth, envy, anger, lust, gluttony, avarice, pride. Memorize the seven deadly sins. I just taught you a formula on how to memorize them. That way you make a good confession. And also, in 2024, memorize the Ten Commandments. That way when you go to confession, you repeat the Ten Commandments mentally over and over and the seven deadly sins and you'll make a good confession. And finally, the last thing I want to say in two thousand twenty-four is that a Catholic should allow Jesus to be born again in our hearts. Allow Jesus. That's this is just not a one-time event at Christmas Day, the Nativity. And being born again is just not a one-time event when you were baptized. Allow Jesus to be born again in your heart every day Jesus Christ being born in a manger should remind us to prepare some room for Jesus in our hearts in our minds and in our souls every day hey family that is a wrap we are done the Terry and Jesse show so glad to have you guys as listeners remember saint thomas moore said earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal saint father pio says say pray hope and don't worry worry is useless god is merciful and we'll hear your prayer remember we're called to be great saints don't miss the opportunity set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation be saints you weren't made to fit in you were born to stand out god bless you keep the faith